love hitting the highway? It's time now for Road Trips Australia with the Dark. Broadcasting through Blue Collar Media in partnership with Top Parks. There's a Top Parks holiday for every family budget. Plus, become a Top Parks G'day Rewards member and save even more. Visit topparks.com.au. Yes, g'day and welcome to the very latest edition of Road Trips Australia, an Aussie travel podcast produced by Blue Collar Media in partnership with Top Parks and proudly sponsored by B of Goodrich Tyres and of course Great Divide Tours. Now every week we go into detail of Australian road trips and the attractions along the way, the must-do stop-offs, the tips and information as well. We'll also put the spotlight on a Top Park and Discovery Park that you can enjoy on your very own road trip. The facilities, the services you can expect, the accommodation options from caravan and camping sites to on-site cabins and of course a whole lot more. Now this week our road trip is an absolute cracker, the drive along the waterfall way from Coffs Harbour to Armidale and we'll also take a look at the Discovery Park, Emerald Beach on the beautiful Coffs Coast. Now you two can be a part of this podcast and you may have a road trip of your own you want to send us, you just do it on the email, just go to bluecollarmedia.com.au and of course click on email the duck. Now as I mentioned we want to have a good look at this park on the Coffs Coast this week, the Discovery Parks at Emerald Beach and I'm very happy to say she's back. Michelle Hanson from Top Park. Michelle, where have you been? Oh my goodness, I thought I should share some love but I didn't like it. I didn't like being nice and sharing. Uh, I was like, hang on, where are you? (laughs) But uh, I haven't haven't been anywhere. Yeah. All very so, good, and it's busy times, and it's good to see at the moment. And depending on when you're listening to this podcast, obviously, uh, currently parks up and down the east coast and all over the place are uh, certainly uh, filling up at the moment, taking plenty of bookings as people are choosing to um, holiday here because they've got no choice; they can't go anywhere else. <laughs> it's working really well. Parks are busy. It's um, you know, even the Victorian ones are now starting to get. Some bookings in, which is really nice. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, uh, yeah, because uh, like we say, they've they've struggled in Victoria for quite some time, but it'll be it won't be for much longer. And like you say, there'll be people booking um, parks down there as we speak today. So uh, let's take a look at this park. This is an absolute cracker. This one up at Emerald Beach. What a great spot! It is a beautiful spot. Right, as this sort of says, Emerald Beach. It's right on the beach. It's two beach accesses through the park and it's just like a one-minute walk from the green grass of the park to the sand and the blue water of the ocean. Yeah, no, it's an absolute beauty. It, it's then uh, the Coffs Coast, and it's all part of the mid-north coast of New South Wales. It's just a beautiful spot um, and a very popular holiday destination for many people. But this park in particular, it's an absolute cracker. There's so many things to uh, see and do within the area and we'll have a chat about that. But the park itself... It's just uh, the facilities and the features are just endless. It's it's like it's just tucked away, like you go over a little wooden bridge over Spiderman's Creek and into the park, and it's just like it's tucked into this little circle and then you've got the beach right there. It's beautiful, but it has. It's got all your, your normal facilities. There's cabins and powered sites and tent sites and ensuite sites. It's got an amazing water park. Mm. For the kids and the swimming pool's great, jumping pillow, all those, you know, usual family orientated bits and pieces. But you can also go there just by yourselves and get right in. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned the um the water park and it's got uh it's got a big family bathroom there as well, so you can um so everybody can be looked after in that area. Camp kitchen, we love the camp kitchen. The kids will love the bouncing pillow, barbecues, Wi Fi. We've got to have those. And yes. uh, obviously you want to catch up on your laundry. There's, you looked after there as well. And the one thing, and this is what I'm finding more and more now with parks, is that um, pet-friendly dogs are allowed. They are, yes. Um, and, you know, it's amazing. I'd, I don't know what the statistics are of people who do travel with, pe- with pets, mm. pets. But um, in the top parks world, 87% of the parks are pet-friendly. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So it's, it's really only the ones in national parks yep, that uh, are. It is amazing. Now, you've got everything here from tent sites to beautiful cabins. We'll take a look at a couple of these cabins. They're amazing. 
Um, we've got superior two-bedroom cabins. I mean, that, that, and then there's the family there. You're sleeping six people. Uh, and, look, these things are like little houses. It's just amazing. Um, they and they've done really clever. Um, the um, deluxe ones, The if you have a look at those, the balcony actually looks down through the rainforest a bit down through to the creek. Mm. So when you're sitting on your balcony, you're the only people you can see. Yeah, it's amazing. It's incredible, really. And like you say, yeah. I mean, how many caravan parks or holiday villages or or, uh, or whatever can you go sit on the veranda of your own cabin and look down through a rainforest and think you're the only one there? That's <laughs> it. Incredible. It's, now, it's look, amazing. It's a beautiful spot. And Emerald Beach itself has got, you know, it's got all the usuals. You know, there's the coffee shops and the little general store and there's the best pizza and pasta place I think I've ever eaten at anywhere in the country. Mm. And, um, you know, and Emerald Beach itself is just a beautiful spot, beautiful yeah. beach. Oh, absolutely. Now, for other accommodation options there as well, you've got the villas. The two-bedroom, the superior two-bedroom villa is just set in, it looks like it's just set in a garden. Like, it's just yeah. so, it looks so relaxing and inviting. I mean, the minute you pull up here and walk in there, throw your gear in, you're on holidays. I mean, it doesn't get absolutely. any better than that. And then there's a whole range of other um, cabins and villas um, looking after everybody from six people right down to a couple. I've got to say to you that the um, the powered sites look pretty good as well. And and for those of you that like to have your own privacy and your own facilities, the ensuite powered sites, which are also pet friendly, I've got to say they would have to be very, very popular. You'd really want to ring and book ahead to grab one of those. Absolutely, yeah. Jump on and, and book one of those. And I love the ensuites down there. They've got the look, they sort of have got that look of a caravan. Yes, yeah, that's With right. With the little rounded roof, like it, they look like a old millard. Yeah, they do actually. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? It's all part of that. You, you don't even realise when you go to a park like this. For a start, you're going to probably one of the the one of the jewels in the crown on the coast, especially up there on the mid north coast of New South Wales, which is just blessed with an abundance of beaches all the way and and great great locations. So you, so all of us, you feel good already, but you pull in and things like that, it, it's, it just sort of blends in and it just gives it that holiday feel because it does. It looks like an old Viscount van. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, here we go. And, um, yeah, it just all fits in. It's, it's a, you know, as not many people would know, but it does have a special spot in my heart. This was actually my first entry into Park World. Yep. My, yeah, we actually owned Emerald Beach for about twelve or thirteen years, so it does. Yeah. It is very special to me. Yeah, I know, and I can understand why because, like we say, it's in such a great spot, a beautiful part of New South Wales. And um, the one thing I, I'm glad I'll tell you what you did. You have a gardener there because you wouldn't be doing all that manicuring and landscaping yourself, surely. Uh, that was my ex-husband, so I did a job he did. <laughs> that was his job. He got, he, that was his job. Was, um, mate, it's just unbelievable, like you say. I mean, you've got you've got this undercover area there that's right amongst all these palm trees and hedges all perfectly manicured. It's just amazing. It is beautiful. The guys that are there now do an amazing job. So it is, it's, it's really good. And the, the best thing about um, Emerald Beach is it's 15 minutes maximum into the centre of Coffs Harbour. Yeah. But when you drive back in, so you go into Coffs, you do all that crazy stuff, you go shopping or you go to the um, Dolphin Marine Magic and have a look at the Dolphin Show or you go down to the jetty and walk along there and mm. all that. As soon as you drive over that little bridge back into the park, it's all back to serenity. Yeah. Beautiful. God, it just looks amazing. And I've, and I've got to say too, for for people who are, you know, this is the perfect place if you once borders open and, again, depending on when you're listening to this, but if you've got family up north or, in, you know, around southeast Queensland and you're in Sydney, this is a great meeting spot. I mean, this is a spot where this is, you know, for people listening to us in Queensland, come into New South Wales. Come down and have a look oh. at this. I mean, this this rivals anything you can get up there. So it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it's um, and it is a place where people just return to year after year after year after yeah. year. So, as most um, of these sort of parks are, there's direct access to the beach too, which is 
pretty good. It was a walkway straight through to the beach, is it? Straight through, and it's like a one minute walk. Yeah, it's <laughs> like from there to there is bang, you're there. It's oh, amazing. Well, you've got me one minute. Yeah, just amazing. Yeah, no, sensational. All right, well, this is a good one. So, if people want to get onto this, best to go to the uh, the website topparks.com.au and uh, and try and book yourself a spot. You want to be quick, especially at the moment, school holidays. And again, depending on when you're listening, but school holidays are upon us right now, with Christmas and, and, and the, the warmer weather on the way, you want to be not thinking about it too long and get on and try and book. Yeah, make the most of it. Like, I think that's what, if this year has taught us anything, is um, live now, get in the moment. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, there it is, this week's park, and it's a beauty. And it's one of the, um, well, they're all, they're all good. I mean, we haven't done a dud yet, but this one's an absolute cracker. The Discovery Park's Emerald Beach. You'll find them at 73 Fisherman's Drive, Emerald Beach, New South Wales. And as Michelle mentioned, it's not far from Coffs Harbour. Um, and how long? How long did you say, Michelle? 10 minutes or so? Less than, less than 15 minutes and you're right in the smack in the middle of Coffs Harbour. Yeah, there you go. So it's not too far away from Coffs. And um, so like we say, 73 Fisherman's Drive, Emerald Beach. And, of course, you can give them a call, 1800 681 521. Or you just jump on that website, Top Parks com.au and book. All right, Michelle. Well done. Okay. Well, welcome Enjoy. back. Welcome back. Thank you. And I bet it was hard. That would have been, when you were there, would have been one of the best officers in Australia. It was amazing. I loved it. It would have been. Everything about it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when you're all right, well, don't be a stranger. We'll talk again no, soon. Sounds great. You have a good afternoon. You too. There she is. That is Michelle Hanson, who is one of the gurus at Top Parks, and don't forget, Top Parks all over Australia are making holidays affordable again with Australia's largest choice of holiday parks in every corner of this great country. Top Parks offer the perfect place to pull up, relax, and, of course, start exploring. You can book a self-contained cabin. You can park right outside the front door or pull up to your very own site, and in particular, that Emerald Beach with those ensuite sites. How good are they? With the caravan or motorhome, even a camper trailer in tow, there is an absolute Top Parks holiday for any budget. And thanks to Top Parks Goday Rewards membership, whether you're staying in a cabin or towing your caravan anywhere in the country, you can save even more on every stay. How good's that? With wide open spaces, plenty of fresh air, and of course, more parks in more places, you want to do just that, just pop in and say good day. To find out more or to book, just go to topparks.com.au. That's topparks.com.au. And make sure you get hold of that uh, G'day Rewards membership because that is the go. It's not just you know, saving you every time you go to the park. You can actually uh, pull up and uh, and all and look up at the partners and you can uh, save money all over the place with the people who have partnered uh, top parks in regards to the G'day's Rewards membership, so make sure you do that. But that is our park this week, the Discovery Parks, Emerald Beach. What a great spot there uh, on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. And as you know, we speak with Vic Widman every week on this podcast. And, of course, he's the owner-operator of Great Divide Tours. And don't forget, you can check out his new YouTube channel. You just go to Vic Widman on YouTube and, of course, hit the subscribe button there and um, and jump on and grab all of your tips on four-wheel driving, driver training, and all those other great things that Vic does down there as well. He's got some fantastic tag-along tours um, all over the country, especially in usual, normal times, and all over Australia, Arnhem Land, Barrington Tops, Canning Stock Route, Cape York, Corner Country, the Kimberleys, the Flinders Ranges, the Simpson Desert, down the Snowy Mountains, of course, he loves that. He gets down the south coast, he loves Stockton Beach, but his favourite has always been the high country. And don't forget too, as part of Great Divide Tours, he has the four-wheel drive training centre down there at Braidwood and it's an outstanding four-wheel drive training centre and probably the best one in the country where you'll learn how to drive your four-wheel drive in all types of terrain, including steep inclines and declines, mud, sand, rock, river crossings, that's right. He even has his own water crossing down there. You'll learn all the four-wheel drive techniques that you'll ever need to know, and he has plenty of four-wheel drive courses on down there. He even puts on camper trailer courses as well, advanced four-wheel uh, driving courses there. So if you already think you know it all, well, guess what? You may even learn something. So get down and check all that out. And he has all sorts of other workshops down there as well. He's a good man. He joins us on the Camping and Off-Road Radio Show each week as well. This week, Victor is going to tell us all about the drive along the waterfall way from Coffs Harbour to Armidale. Vic Widman, g'day. 
Hello, Mr. Duck. Wow, what a fantastic introduction. Eh? The checks in the mail. Sort of black, <laughs> sort of black I am, Vic. The sort of black. Yeah, look, I, I know. I, I don't believe the stuff I read about you on the bathroom wall, mate. I, mm. I just don't believe it. Well, of that. stop writing I, it on there. I've, <laughs> I, you, you, you can tell my writing. <laughs> you mm. can't read it. That's why. The so, reason I, I know it's you because it's only three foot off the floor. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that's that's not really um, that's not really fair because now people will think that I'm like laying down in toilets looking underneath doors. Mm. I mean, there you go. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> and not only that, you're in the men. So anyway, Oi. <laughs> So listen, mate. Oh, this is a great drive. This is going to be a. I I I I've just like been doing my research. I've done it quite a few times over the years. Mm. But I've, I've done. done actually, I've done this one too. To beauty. Have you? There yes. you go. And um, but but you know do, doing the research and reading up on it, there's had a couple of new things in there since I've been up there, mm. and I just, just want to jump in jump in the car and go now. You know, like um, but that's always it's always the way though. Whenever I talk to you about anywhere, uh, whether it be um, you know the road trips Australia or all the other show we do, I always get this itch that I want to go out and start doing it. Mm. Instead of just sitting here on the phone talking to you, but. But that's part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Dreaming. Yes. Oh, well, definitely. I can tell you, and um, as we know, I mean, these are podcasts, so people can listen to this any time. At the moment, there are so many people travelling within their own state borders. There are yeah. so many people travelling interstate now as border restrictions ease. Uh, I was talking to old mate who owns the Silverton pub who's doing over 200 lunches a day. He's yep. seeing people that he would never expect to normally see, like people who would normally go overseas, people in higher motorhomes, all these things. And I've been yeah. in the market for a box trailer. And let me tell you, you <laughs> cannot get one. For, it, we, they're very, but very I've got difficult. one, I'll tell it to you. Yeah? Well, I've got to tell <laughs> you, and it's, it's because <laughs> it is because people are buying them, putting the cages on them, and then throwing yeah. the camp gear in them. And just off, going off there. And, look I, at, and I was in a BCF today, Vic, and you'd be happy to know. In one wow. section where I went, the shelves were empty, and I said to our old mate, my mate yeah. was there, I said, mate, what's going on here? He said, mate, we've been flat out. Yeah, yeah. So it's good yeah. to see. Well, it's good to see. Coming up too, and people want to travel, and we've got long weekends coming up, and people want to travel. And, like, we, we've just put out a couple of new trips as well. And mm. um, I tell you what, mate, the phone's running off the hook, as they say. Yeah, how good the, is email, it? the emails are popping up every five minutes. Yep. And, um, and, and, yeah, look, people want to get out there. And good on them, good on them, because we've been cooped up for too long. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and you know what, Vic, it's good that your, your phone is ringing and your emails are chirping away because you've had one hell of a... This would be the worst year you would ever have would have had in business starting way back oh, before mate. Christmas. Months ago with bushfires, bushfires, yeah. and then that affected and that burn out all your locations. Everything stopped, and then yeah. you just sort of get through that. And then the the coronavirus. So, yeah. mate, if your phone's ringing now and the emails are dinging away, happy days mate. because, mate, you're it's certainly music. That's yeah. music to the ears. Yeah, right? certainly. You've, you've had, you know, it's been pretty lean times, not just for you, but for a lot of businesses. But still, I, yeah, I yeah. know you, and I know how, how how much of a struggle it's been. And I mean, you, you, you at one point, your your property down there was even under threat. I mean, you've been through. Yeah, hell and been, back. We all want to see the end of twenty twenty. Mm. <laughs> anyway, and I've actually I, they were talking about having the fireworks, and I reckon that's a great idea, even though no one can probably go and watch them. Mm. But what a we need to boot this year out and, and start afresh. That's yeah, what we need to do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, mate, this is an absolute cracking drive, this one. I've done this, and it is. it would have to be one of the most scenic drives you'll do, especially in that region on the mid-north coast of New yeah. South Wales, from Coffs Harbour across to Armidale. It's a pretty good, if, if my memory serves me correctly, I think there's a pretty good pub along the way too, <laughs> I think. Yeah, for I, I can't believe your memory doesn't serve you correctly because I reckon there's probably a pretty good pub in every town, according yeah, to you. Yeah, true. But uh, but look, I, I can tell you what this is a it's a yeah like I say it's a great drive and and what a what an evocative name the waterfall way. I mean, like straight away it sounds exciting, it sounds mm. beautiful, and um, in fact when I started doing a bit of the research, like I've seen quite a few of the waterfalls up there. Mm. But uh, but there's a lot more that I actually haven't seen. Like I said, I want to go up and do this drive and actually really spend a little bit of time. 
Yeah. And, and it was actually quite interesting. Like the whole distance between Cost and Armidale is only 185 kilometres. You know, and the reality is you could drive that in half a day. Um, it's a sealed road. It's very windy. I mean, it goes from the coast, from sea level, all the way up to well over 700 metres. In fact, I remember getting up there and you get the next minute you've got the, the fog rolling through and the mist and that because you've climbed right up, you know, into the clouds virtually. Mm. Uh, but um, but no way do you want to spend this, you know, like just shoot through there. You, you really need to spend, I reckon, two or three days to do this drive, take your time and, and just stop as often as you need to because there is so much to see. And in fact, this is the one I haven't seen. In the research, just outside of Coffs Harbour, they've actually built one of these um, walking you know walking platforms that go out over the treetops uh, just out of Coffs Harbour. Mm. And I'm not talking up at the Dorigo there where, where they've got one, but just north um, of Coffs Harbour. They got this place called the Sealy Lookout, um, and it's in the Arara East State Forest. And I saw some photos, uh, and you might even Google it while I talk to you because the photos of it look spectacular. It's a great big um, viewing platform built out over the treetops, and um, and the write up on it, it says that you know you stand up there, you look straight over all the banana plantations and that of Cross Harbour, all the way out to the coast. I mean, how spectacular would that be? Mm. So, you know, that's that's in Coffs Harbour itself. And, I mean, look, people, people go to Coffs Harbour for a week, two weeks holiday. There's, there's so much to see and do around Coffs itself. Well, my young Not, bloke's heading up there. He's heading up there tomorrow morning, four-wheel driving <laughs> and camping up there. Yeah, so. Oh, well, mate, I, I cut my teeth in four-wheel driving up at Coffs Harbour mm. because the, the, my mate Tony, I went, went up to Cape York with in 1981 in our Subarus. He, he lives up there. And that's where we started our four-wheel driving. And I... I remember doing a, a hill climb, and then uh, this was the very first four driving owned way back in 1978. It was one of those little Daihatsu F20s. You know, you know the, the Suzuki Sierra? Mm. It was an 800cc jobby. Well, Daihatsu had this four-cylinder 1600cc thing, just slightly bigger, and I thought, that's for me. I want a bit more a bit more grunt under the, the right pedal. And I can tell you, mate, we went up this hill out the back of Coffs, and I reckon all my weight, all, all five kilo of it, was on the backrest. None of it was on the seat. It was that steep. Mm. <laughs> and I and I, I remember. And I'm going back, you know, forty years. Like I was a young bloke then. I could I could run five k in half an hour type of thing, you know. And um, and it was a pretty fit. And I remember getting to the top of that hill climb, and I took my pulse rate because I thought, geez, my heart's racing. <laughs> and it was up around it was up around 180. You know, now mm. like normally I was about 60 at at rest. You know. And just driving up this hill, it was that damn steep <laughs> mm. that, that um, it really got the, the pulse rating. So there is some fabulous four-wheel drive tracks if you want if you own a four-wheel drive and, and that's what you want to do. But you know, other than that, you know, you've got all the great beaches there. That uh, there's a little Sea World thing there in Cross Harbour that you go to, and of course you've got the uh, the iconic big banana, mm. you know, which is the big tourist attraction on the highway. But look, mate, to, to do the waterfall way, yeah, Coffs Harbour's the kick-off point. Head south down the Pacific Highway for about 25k. It's all freeway now, dual-lane carriageway and all that. There's great big roundabouts and flyovers and things. And you'll see it signposted to the waterfall way and to the beautiful little town of Bellinger. That is a beautiful drive, that 20-odd k from the highway out to Bellinger itself. Mm. It winds along the edge of the Bellinger River. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, and look, and it is, and and normally, you know, that area it gets a very, very high rainfall, and um, the the surrounding farms, the cattle farms, the dairy farms are just lush, lush green, with that river beside you, I mean, and that in itself is just a beautiful drive down to Bellingen. And what what a quaint! Have you ever stopped in Bellingen, mate? Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, look, yeah. you know, it's. It's one of those, and I thought that might have been the place you're thinking of with the pub, because there's another one up at Dorigo. Dorigo, well, I'm talking about the one at Dorigo. Yeah. Mm. yeah, well, look, down at Bellingen, look, when, when I started going up there back in the 80s when the mate moved up there, it, it was the it was a little bit like the hippie location. It mm. was another Nimbian, you yeah. know? And and as a result, and that, that really still continues, and uh, as a result of that, there's all these quaint little shops all through the main street of Bellingen, you know, and there's the, the incense burning and the fancy, smelly, bloody um, 
candles and all that kind of I've got stuff, to tell you, I'm you not know. a fan of those incense candle things. Does your wife does your wife occasionally go and light one in the no. house and then my eyes run but nose no. run no, I no she doesn't. No, thank God. No. There's a there's <laughs> yeah. a shop not, not, there's a couple of shops out in my way that have them going. You walk in there, you yeah. can, you think well, you you can't you're breathe. joking. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> we digress. Go on. No, but look, it's all part of the fun. Mm. Uh, but there are some great little knick-knack shops and gift shops. Well, this this drive is for anyone. You know, you can do it with your, your four-wheel drive. You can do it in your car. You can do it in your sports car. You can do it on your motorbike. And in fact, it's a really popular drive with car clubs and, and bike clubs. Yeah. And, of course, Bellingen's a place where they'll always stop and have a cup of tea and you know, and and do a little bit of you know a little bit of what do they call it? Retail therapy for the ladies, mm. you know. Um, but it's a it's a really pretty town, and it's certainly worth a little bit of time. From there, the the road, the waterfall way starts to climb. And boy, do I do I mean climb? Um, listen, mate, if you're there and there's a thunderstorm on, don't do it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it gets pretty hairy with the rain coming down and the water cascading down off that which is literally the great dividing range and there are waterfalls that actually fall right across the road when they get a good rainstorm in uh, and in fact they do have to close the road when they've got really big heavy rains because it, those waterfalls tend to go right over the road and they tend, they tend to bring a few boulders down with them. Mm. but on a beautiful sunny day it is an absolutely magic drive it winds around and around and around as I mentioned the road's all sealed um, there are some a couple of little vantage points where you can stop and look at the view or you can stop and walk back to the, the waterfall which cascades down beside the road and then it actually goes underneath the road. That's the one that when it's really raining, <laughs> it doesn't go under the road, mate. Uh, am, I, Vic, am I right in saying that it, it gets the most rainfall in New South Wales just there? Yeah. In that yeah, area? yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, you are right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like I say, if it's going to rain, it's going to rain around this Dorigo Plateau mm. um, because it, it juts straight up and you get the, the moist air coming in from the coast and then it rises and then, of course, the clouds condense and then they, they start to rain, you know, without you know without mentioning the storms that can come through. Vic the meteorologist. So that's why I say, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah We're the well, man. This is Vic Wilkie here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I, have called I, you that. I have called you that in the past where you creep putting up the weather reports. Anyway, I on. do spend a lot of time studying the weather. Yeah, I know I'm you driving, do. Driving <laughs> through strong winds and, and freezing cold weather today, uh, just prior to talking to you. In fact, the, mm. the apparent temperature where I am down at Braidwood at the training centre is one degree at the moment. Mm. So, um, and it's supposed to be snowing down the 700 metres. And we all thought, you know, winter was gone. Well, it's snowing but, at home. Um, oh, look, I know this is a podcast and people can listen to yeah. it. At, uh, this is spring and it is snowing at Oberon. I just got a message from my mate who was hey, a property hey, and he's got snow. He just sent me a little video. Oh, snow mate. at Oberon, which isn't that far from here, which no. is one, which is probably why the temperatures drop where I am right now here in mate, Blue, in Blue Collarville. It'd be an hour and twenty minute drive from your place. Yeah, not far. You know, Great over the mountain. Beautiful yeah. out there. I've got, a, I've got a mate up there at the moment in his Volkswagen tracker do thing and mm. and he's actually up there now, so he's he seems to always go up there whenever it snows. I don't know why, but anyway. But look, um, and you can get snow up at Dorigo. You can certainly get small hail when you get these cold changes come through. Um, we've been up there, as I say, and the weather completely goes from a beautiful 30-degree day down on the coast up to a misty, you know, 15 degrees, 12 degrees um, as the changes come through. But that drive up, up to Dorigo Plateau is brilliant. Just before the town of Dorigo, you've got the Dorigo National Park, which is a World Heritage National Park. Now, I would recommend staying in Dorigo, uh, find a nice hotel, motel to stay in. There's a classic old hotel that I've stayed in there with my car club once. And, um, and then give yourself up at least, you know, three quarters of a day in that fantastic World Heritage Dorigo National Park. Because uh, there are some spectacular walks to do, which go down to more waterfalls, and like some are long, but you don't have to do the really long ones. I'm talking about walks, that is. Uh, they do have this treetop walk that they've built, and once again, you, you climb up a bit of a ladder and you walk along a platform, and the land drops away, and the rainforest is is all around you. And then, of course, as the land drops away, this platform just goes out. 
So without too much climbing, next thing you're up in the tree tops and you're actually seeing what it's like in the top of a rainforest and then you you break out of it and you you look down onto the rainforest and uh, yeah, I mean it's it's pretty special um, what what national parks have done in some of our parks now, which is which is good of them, you know. Um, there, there are some great waterfalls in that particular area too. Um, the the Crystal Shower Falls is one of them, and and it's also on the way to Tristania Falls. I've got to look that up because I've got to make sure I get the name right. Um, both of those waterfalls have magic little tracks to them. Again, walking through the rainforest, but you'll you'll see lyrebirds while you're doing that walk, and, and other you know if you do that walk at night, and I think they actually do a night tour. You can see all sorts of little animals scurrying around that night because that's when a lot of the, the Australian mammals and that will come out. They actually, you know, come out at night to feed rather than being around in the daytime when the eagles can pick them off, you know. So I've got to, that's one of my problems, mate. You know, when I'm out being such a small fellow, I've got to just watch out for the eagles. Yeah, yeah, of course, exactly. Right in the magpies. <laughs> I've got to say to you, though, that you mentioned the walk, and there's actually a walk that's almost like a treetop walk. It was a bridge yep. that goes yep. across, and then you've got these beautiful, like, water holes, and it's, yes. it's very, very, very tropical. It's, it's, it's amazing, oh, yeah. really. And the amount of people who drive up the Pacific Highway and just go straight past this road, yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah. But if, if if you had the time, you'd certainly go in and um, yeah, and yeah. check out Crystal Shower Falls because that is I've been there. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. You would you think you're in the? It's almost like you're in the Amazon. Oh well, look, it's true rainforest. Yeah, you know, it, it is a true rainforest. So, yeah. You know, sitting on the mid north coast or the you know, I suppose it's a bit further north than the mid north coast of New South Wales, but that Crystal Falls. You can actually walk right behind that waterfall. I mean, how special is that? Um, there, there's one down in the Victorian high country, Bindaree Falls, where the walking track goes right behind the waterfall. Um, and that's, that's always magic, and you can get some great photos looking out through the waterfall. Um, just by the by, the last waterfall that I walked behind, mate, was actually in Iceland, when we went over to Iceland last year. Yeah, that's right. And, you were lucky to get away with that, because I reckon it'll be a while before you go back there oh, again. Geez. Weren't we what? Weren't we very lucky, mate? Yeah, well, we had trips planned to go out there again this year, but all that got kiboshed, didn't it? You know? mm. but, um, but look, you can walk behind the Crystal Shower Falls, and that's part of why it's got its name, because it, it drips down over the, uh, the rock ledge, and it just looks, when you're looking through it, the light catches it, and it looks like crystals falling down. And, uh, and as you say, it's in this beautiful, lush rainforest. Um, I, I would strongly recommend stopping overnight in Dorigo because Dorigo is a lovely little town, um, great old hotel there. We stayed in, in the old hotel and had, had a meal in there. Um, look, you know, the, 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 the old hotel is probably 50 years old and, you know, the, the rooms are, are quaint. But that's, that's what it is, you know. Like, you know, some people are thinking that you've got to have five-star everywhere, but, you know, get, let's get that out of our mind. Let's, let's enjoy the quaintness and the rustic nature of, of some of our country towns and the mm. country pubs. Because to me, that's what... Okay. And listen, mate, the other thing I was thinking, when you're in Dorigo, I, I remember now when I was there with my car club, in the main street, there's a cafe, which is, you know, it's themed around motorcycles and cars and things. So, you know, car club people and, and, and bike people, they just love that kind of stuff, you know. So it, Dorigo itself, great place to stay um, overnight. That gives you plenty of time if you've done the drive from Coffs Harbour, having a good look around in the morning around Bellingen and then up to the uh, the National Park and do the walks and skywalk that you're talking about down to the waterfalls and then, you know, set up set up for the night in one of the hotels or one of the motels up there in Dorigo and, and, you know, enjoy a good country meal in the pub. I mean, that it doesn't get any better, does it, no. the country meal in the pub? no. From there, mate, the next day, continue on, on the, the waterfall way and just out of Dorigo, in fact, <laughs> it actually says in my notes, it's on the doorstep, it's about two kilometres out of Dorigo, is the next waterfall, the Dangar Falls. And uh, they're only a short waterfall, only about 30 metres, but they're almost 30 metres wide, maybe a bit more than that. They're quite a wide fall. They're right on the main road. I mean, you, you, you can virtually see them as you drive 
along the waterfall way. So, you know, there is a picnic area there. Um, great spot to stop, have a look, more photos. You know, set up the camera so it goes into um, a bit of time lapse because then you get the water flowing, that flowing effect. Um, just out of town, you know, and you could you could wander down there if you were staying in Dorigo itself. You could wander down there early in the morning and probably get the mist coming up or you could wander down late in the afternoon and get the last of the sun rays coming across into that waterfall area. I mean, it's just a stunning spot. From there, we continue on the waterfall way. The road now is not so winding. I mean, it's been extremely winding all the way up there, not many overtaking opportunities. You know, so if you're towing a trailer and you've got a line of vehicles behind you, when you can pull over and let the people go. But um, but after Dorigo, it starts to open up. It's still undulating, and so you're up and down a bit, but at the further west you go, the straighter the road gets and the, and the more uh, like farmland. You come out of that rainforest and you come into what currently would be fairly lush farmland with the rain we've had. But, of course, you know, if we were talking about this 12 months ago, it would all be dead and, mm. and almost buried because of the drought. But most of the time, it's a very lush green area to drive through uh, and very, very spectacular. The next, uh, the next little town you come to is, uh, I always think it's like a donkey, you know, it's going, Ebor, Ebor. Anyway, the town is called Ebor. Mm. Did you like that? Yes. Yeah, I thought you would. Mm. Anyway, the little town of Ebor, look, it, it's, it's a couple of, couple of shops, a servo if you're lucky, it might be open, um, and that's about it. But it's also got the Ebor Falls there, and they're a very, very spectacular water drop as well. Um, in fact, there's an upper and a lower waterfall with them uh, and again there's an easy walking track for you to, to follow and you can go right down to the lower falls and even my notes here say that uh, that you know this is even suitable for children so it can't be too difficult to do the walk mm. just on that mate you know like we are around waterfalls which means we're around drops and we're around cliffs now if you've got the family with you just keep a tight, tight hold of the hands mm. because we don't want anyone you know running off and and they do have fences up around some of the lookouts, and those fences are there for your protection. So stay on the right side of the fence. So how many times have we heard where someone's had an accident, maybe even lost their life, because they've climbed the fence to yeah, try and get a better Yeah, 100%. You know. <laughs> That's yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, when I've actually seen people. There's a lookout not far from here, up at Windmalee, and, yeah. uh, on the way yeah. to Springwood, and, uh, and people jump the fence there all the time. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I can't yeah. The fence is there. I mean, do we need the fence but, to be 20 foot high where no one can see the view? Because it's at a look. Well, out. that's right. And, yeah, and anyway. you know, you, I, I talked about the misty clouds and all that. Mm. I mean, it, it's still in this area. So the ground can be quite wet, you know, and it becomes uh. slippery. This, these waterfalls over the two drops is over 100 metres between the upper and lower falls. It's quite a good waterfall, mm. the one at Ebor. Um, and that's the Guy Fawkes River. Now, look, you know, I could wax on lyrical here. There's there's a heap of four drive tracks once you start to get up into this area in that Guy Fawkes River National Park, and then south down into the um, into the um, um, the end of the low, sorry, the Cathedral Rocks National Park. Trying to think of it again, but um, but you know, I'm concentrating more on the road trip so much. But look, you know, if you're a four driver, there is heaps of places to go. Some great campsites off the edge of the road. However, mate. Mate, you've got to go. You've got to go down to Point Lookout. Yep. All right. It's halfway between Ebor and um, and the next waterfall, which is Wallaby Wallaby Falls. But the Point Lookout is in the New England National Park, and it is it is a must see destination. It's about seven k, maybe a little bit more, but not much off the main road, off the waterfall way. It's well signposted, and um, and you can um, you can take the drive out there, and um, when you get out to Point Lookout, right, the view the view from there is one of the best in Australia. Okay, and that view is, on a really clear day can go all the way out to the coast, all the way. So it is an absolutely magical spot, and I, I implore you and your listeners to head out to Point Lookout and make sure that you allow a little bit of time. You can even camp out there, mm. right? And, in fact, there's even a hut that you can hire from National Park yeah, right. called Tom's, Uncle Tom's Cabin, calls yep. Tom's Cabin. Yep. Uh, I, I was 
I was trying to get the price of it for you um, off the National Park website. But National Parks, I think, have got a little bit to learn about how to run a website and, <laughs> and, and, and how, to, how to how allow people to make bookings. And there's the dig. <laughs> right? yes. Oh, look, mate. Look, oh, look, there's nothing it's, worse than a, an unfriendly <laughs> website where it's hard to navigate. Seriously, you just think, well, it can't be this hard. Or they put you through, you know, you read one line and... It takes about yeah. three seconds for the next line before you can click and enter. You just, mate, you just, you know well, what? You just got well, it. Mate, mate, enough. I was, <laughs> I was trying to get the price on this this cabin, <laughs> and uh, and I struggled for about ten minutes finding the links and really? clicking on things, and and nowhere did it did it allow me to to. I even tried to book it. I thought, you know what? I'm going to try and book this, and that that'll tell me how much money I owe. And even that didn't work. So you know, you might have to give national parks a ring and ask them about. Tom's cabin, I call it, I call Tom's cabin. Um, it would be a great place to stay. It's got a couple of bedrooms. I think you can sleep about eight people. Mm. And it's right near that point lookout and, yeah. and the campground is there. So that that's a must-do if you can get onto it and get into it, right? Mm. Um, a lot of camping from, up in this area. Like just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's camping. some good camping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's and camping good four-wheel four like, drive tracks. Uh, look, there's a, there's a couple in the New England National Park that mm. that – Road out to uh, Point Lookout is a uh, two-wheel drive road. That's mm. probably the last section uh, will be gravel. But around Ebor, around that town named after the donkey, uh, there's a few tracks in yeah. there, you reckon? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just north of there, up around Cathedral National Park and, yep. and that. There is some, and uh, yeah, look, all along here that you'll find possible four-wheel drive tracks and fire trails to explore if you've got a four-wheel drive for sure. Yep. Yeah. But the next, the next stop, the next major waterfall, the last one on the waterfall way, is the Wallamombi Falls. That's reputedly to be the the tallest waterfall in New South Wales, um, and really? it's massive. Really? Oh mate, it is, it is massive. It's mm. massive, um, and there's a great. Um, once again, the national parks. I'll give them a pat on the back for this. They know how to build platforms. Mm. They know how to build websites, and they know how to build platforms. Yeah. Um, because there's a great viewing platform to to look out over Wallamombi Falls, mate, and it's um, it's it's really huge. And the gorge it goes into, like it's as if the whole ground is just given away and dropped down hundreds of metres. Uh, it's a very very spectacular location to get to, mate. What are your thoughts um, on towing a caravan, not not a huge long van, but along this waterfall way? You'd be pretty sweet. Oh look, I think it'd be pretty good. The climb up, the climb up the Dorigo Mountain is going to be the, the hard one for you. I mean, heaps mm. of caravans go up there. Yeah, of course. The, the, the big advice I'd give to anyone towing anything, in fact, in fact, I reckon even driving in your automatics, don't leave it in drive when you're climbing up yeah, that 100%, mountain. Yeah, hundred percent. You're going to yeah. overheat the, the transmission. Yeah. You know, you, you've got to take it out and put yeah, it in the sport mode. Yeah, like with my four-wheel drive, I can drive it manually. And you just pick your gear, and usually uphill it's third, and you might have to pop it back to second. But you don't want to be in drive, especially with the diesel, because you get that turbo lag, you've got a, a van on, and then you're kicking back, and oh, and you're right, you're just overheating your gearbox. Yeah, that's right, mate. Um, and what you want to do, even if you're stick in one particular gear, if you find it's even still dropping down because the track gets, a, you know, the road gets a bit steeper, manually, you know, click it down as well because you know you can overheat that gearbox really quickly, and you don't want to do that. No, exactly. But look, to answer you, yeah, to answer your question, mate. Look, you know, look, anyone can drive this; they just got to look after their vehicle. That's mm. all. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking because it'll be a great trip. Take a couple of vans through there and. And um, it's funny, you know, the amount of people I know now that are buying caravans. It's just incredible. Yeah. So, Mate, can we go with you? We don't know where to go. We haven't been anywhere. We haven't been anywhere. So, yeah, Mate, sure I, had a, I had a customer drop me an email through the week and he said, I've bought a caravan. Do you run caravan tag along tours? I said, Mate, if you've got enough, I'll do anything. You know, I'll do it. That's not silly because <laughs> at the moment, the caravan businesses and the, and the sales are up, up as much as 300%. And uh, you know what, Vic, it wouldn't be a silly idea for Great Divide Tours to do some caravan <laughs> tours, and I can come along with you. Oh, look, I know we're off track here a little bit, but caravan <laughs> towing training down there, do you do that? Yeah. Oh, we do that. We do the off-road trailer training, mm. absolutely. Caravans, yeah. You just, um, yeah, exactly. We show people how to reverse it round, right round in a full circle and everything, mm. and mm. the technique we've got, mate, they say, that's so simple, that's so good, you know, and, and for sure. But look... You know, and the other thing I saw is that the price of second-hand vehicles has 
shooting through the roof. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, in fact, uh, I saw something recently where the Toyota Land Cruiser uh, on the second hand market has risen by twenty seven percent. I go over ten grand for mm. you know for, for a second hand Land Cruiser. Mm. So yeah, right. that's that's just amazing. I should try and sell some of mine, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, you got, have you got enough money? Anyway, let's get back to this. So, where where are we now? Well, mate, look, we're, we're just about there because after, after that fabulous Wollongong Falls, um, you, you end up, you know, in the town of Armadale. Mm. And, and whilst, you know, it's the end of the the, great, the the waterfall way and that great drive, it's it's only just the start of having a wander around beautiful oh, Armadale. absolutely. You got, it, the, it, the city of churches, they call it. Mm. Well, mate, once and you get to that region, I mean, you've got another whole adventure ahead of you if you have the time all through that New England Um, and it is absolutely beautiful my favorite time to travel in this in this region is in winter time yeah yeah yeah. i just love it up there i mean because you know it's going you like the cold i take well you know it's going to be cold so you can have good you know good fires and things like that and if you're lucky enough especially around armadale you might even catch a a bit of snow Uh, a bit of snow i was going to say they get snow up there mate for sure yeah yeah yeah, I so look, it, it, it is a stunning drive. It's got so much uh, variety. It's, the scenery is is really breathtaking. A bit of exercise with the walks. So many waterfalls. Mm, I could do with no, that. No wonder they call it the Waterfall Way. Mm. You know. Oh, oh, and the other thing too, if you're worried about the big hill climb, you know, you can do it the opposite direction. <laughs> Come down from <laughs> yeah. up. But when you're coming down, still take it out of drive and knock it down again yeah. because you'll have any breaks when you yeah, come down the mountain. Exactly right. So and then you're going to have to go uphill. I think yeah. it's easier going up than down because yeah, people, and, and it's it's well, it's funny, you know. And I, I travel the Bell's line of road a lot, and uh, you get behind people with vans, and you can just smell the brake the brake pads burning yeah, away. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have to, have to stop and hurry at the bottom. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. All right, mate. So you reckon the waterfall way? That is the that is mate. It's a fantastic road trip, and look, you've done a great job of, of describing it and. Describing the um, the beautiful waterfalls and the scene, scenic um, areas there, but even that, even with your you know your description, it still hasn't done it just. You really need to no. do this one. It's a beautiful part of New South Wales, and a little bit underrated. Not it doesn't get a lot of mentions, does it? No, that's right, mate. And, and I think you hit it on the head when you said people drive up the New England Highway, they drive up the Pacific Highway. Mm. And they don't even give it a, a second thought, you know. Well, they wouldn't know what um, it was, but it does. It's just no, so. It's no. just so. It's just not mentioned enough. You don't see, you know, it doesn't get a lot of attention in when people are talking about destinations in New South Wales, Vic. But this is probably one of the best destinations that you can head to, especially if you, you know, you got a week off. Depending on where you yep. live, it's a cracker. Yeah. Oh, look, you know, as I say, people, you know, and you said it earlier, they could just drive straight up the highway and 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 miss it, but. You know, and the, and the notes, the 185 k, and the notes, you know, that when you look it up, say you can do it in two and a half hours. I reckon you want two and a half to three days because mm. you you just need the time. I mean, if you if you just drove straight through, it's a nice drive, but mm. you're missing all those beautiful waterfalls mm. and those lookouts, and uh, and people will be blown away. I mean, a couple of those those lookouts I've talked about mm. out over the treetops, and then the one at Wallamobby Falls. Mm. They just won't believe it. I mean, I, I can picture it in my mind now when I first saw looking down into that gorge at Wallamombi, like, holy cow, that is huge. Yeah, I mean, it's scene. a really big gorge, mate. Yeah, so, yeah. And then you've got those great towns of Armadale with the beautiful churches and that high, you know, high country atmosphere, or the other end, Coffs Harbour, right on the beach, yep. the big banana. I mean, what more could you want, That's mate? right. And then a quick duck down <laughs> to Emerald Beach, which we spoke about earlier, the, the uh, Discovery... Uh, park, Emerald Beach Park there. It's an absolute cracker, which we spoke to Michelle about earlier. All right, Vic, I'll let okay. you go, get back into it. I know you've got customers turning up there and you've got to settle them in for a weekend of high entertainment. They've got no idea what they're in for this weekend, have they? If they did, mate, they wouldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think you'd be pretty right, mate. All right, Victor, well yeah. done. That's a fantastic, right. a great trip, that one, and... Uh, it's probably one we probably should try and get a few people on and go and do a bit of a trip together, Vic. Be good. I think they will t- take a caravan group up there, right? Eh? Yeah, that'd be that. Well, <laughs> mate, I'm in. I've got the van ready to roll. All right, mate. Well done. All right, mate. All right, yeah, and uh, all right, and we'll talk to you um, next time we talk to you. 
That'll be brilliant. Look forward to it. Thanks, Good on you. There is Vic Widman, and like I said, he is the owner-operator of Great Divide Tours. And don't forget, jump onto the YouTube channel and uh, and check him out there as well and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Plenty of tips. Plenty of information, good advice. Vic Widman, you just type that into YouTube, Vic Widman, W-I-D-M-A-N. Hit subscribe and you won't miss a thing there. Now, look, as you know, this podcast is uh, in partnership with Top Parks and, of course, sponsored by Great Divide Tours. But we're also sponsored by BF Goodrich. And let me tell you, this year, BF Goodrich celebrates their milestone 150th year. I'll talk about it. That is a massive milestone. Now, from humble beginnings in 1870, BF Goodrich continues to be passionately performance-driven. The BF Goodrich brand was built for driving enthusiasts by driving enthusiasts. Now, BF Goodrich strive to continually improve tyre performance. They certainly are the go when you're coming to your off-road tyres, that's for sure. BF Goodrich has achieved victory in the biggest races right across the globe from success at Le Mans, the BAHA 1000, the Dakar Rally, and of course our very own famous Fink Desert Races right here in Australia. It's time for BFG's history and your future to unite. Choose how you want to drive with BF Goodrich tyres. Go to bfgoodrich.com.au. When you do that, you certainly will find your local BFG dealer. Now look, like I say, they've got a massive history, 150 years, and they are celebrating that this year, and well done to everybody involved and everyone concerned there at BF Goodrich. Now look, let me tell you something, you can find out more about the BF Goodrich tyre range, whether you're looking for tyres to take you off the beaten track, or you want to hit the, the sealed roads, just like our road trip today, and or you may want to go and win that desert race. So jump onto the website, and you can see the range of BF Goodrich tyres, a very long and rich history. In fact, in 1914 and 1915, BF Goodrich was the first tyre manufacturer to win the, the Indy 500. Actually, won it two years in a row. And I know I've been using BF Goodrich tyres um, basically since I got my licence, so there you go. Well, that is our podcast this week. A big thank you to Michelle Hanson from Top Parks telling us all about that fantastic park there at Emerald Beach there near Coffs Harbour, right near the start of our road trip up there on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. Big thanks to Vic Woodman as well who certainly does paint a picture when it comes to our road trips. But like I say, that is Road Trips Australia for this week. We'll be back to put another road trip on your destination list next week. We'll see you then.